We're so dang excited. Should we just get into it? Should we just dive in? Fucking go for it, man. I surprisingly have a lot to say about this fucking movie. Yeah. And mo- and all of it good. All of it good. Yeah, my mom has been talking it up for my whole life, and for good reason, turns out. It's one of my mom's favorite movies, but I feel like it's more than just a mom movie. It Not is. that there's anything wrong with mom no, movies. No, mom movies are But great. I've chalked it up to that for this mm-hmm. long. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was like, okay, I didn't like Oklahoma, Mom, mm-hmm. so uh, no, I'm not going to watch what else You really need what to see the got? stage production. Of you know? Oklahoma? Yeah. yeah, probably. Although it's it, the way that they reference it in Watchmen, in the new HBO Watchmen. Oh, that was Watchmen, so good. I was like, Oklahoma, I should probably watch that. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that was great. All right, we obviously have a lot to talk about, so let's get into it. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the 500 Greatest Films Podcast. My name is Hector Navarro, a.k.a. You don't have Johnny. to. I don't like that. Sitting across from me is my good buddy, Mr. Keller Knobloch, a.k.a. Baby. Is that what I am? Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm a third wheel now. Okay. Well, you're, we're, we're, we, you can't be baby, Jody, because you're, you, you're in the corner, and that baby yeah, doesn't go in the corner. That's also true. Uh, I guess I can yeah. be dad, who's yes. like one of the only other not awful people in the yeah. movie. Your law and order dad. Law and order dad. Mm-hmm. He was great. Yes, he was. What's his name? Say hi, Keller. Hi, I'm Keller. Our guest tonight... A.K.A. Baby. A.K.A. Keller. A.K.A. Baby. Our guest tonight, so excited to finally have her on the podcast. An incredible writer, fantastic comic book writer. She's done stuff for Marvel, for DC, for uh, IDW, all of the companies. We're talking Star Trek comics. We're talking Spider-Man. We're talking Mother Panic. We're talking... The Dirty Dancing graphic novel. The Dirty Dancing. (laughs) Soon to be. Somebody let me write that. Sure. I'll I'll do it. Jody Hauser is our guest tonight. Uh, Jody, thank you so much again for coming over. Uh, thank you um, for sitting and watching Dirty Dancing well, with me. Before oh we dive God. in, before we dive in, uh, you know, Kel and I, we're almost done with year two. And I know I had asked you to come and be on the podcast a long time ago. Do you remember if I sent you a list of movies? And if and if I did send you a list, why did you pick Dirty Dancing? Because you picked Dirty Dancing, yes, right? Yes. Uh, I feel like you did send me a list. Okay. And I think I picked Dirty Dancing because it's one I'd seen. It's maybe been about three or four years since I've last seen it. But it's one I've okay. seen... As an adult, you know, past the childhood sure. nostalgia era. And so I was like, oh, it's still a really good movie. So you, that one I knew. You knew it held up. Yeah. You knew it held up. Okay. But it is like a movie that's kind of in your uh, occasional rotation. Like yeah, you'll, it's like, yeah. you know, it's like you watch like maybe three times a decade sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Forrest Gump or something. Yeah, I don't think I I've ever seen all of there. Forrest Gump. I've seen all of Forrest Gump, <laughs> but not in the right order. Forrest Gump. Yeah. Yeah, what? this is way better than Forrest Gump. Is yeah. what I meant to say. Yeah, don't put this up there. Put this. Yeah. Don't put this down there with Forrest Gump. <laughs> well, uh, thank you again, Jody. Don't for, put this in for, the corner with Forrest Gump. It's not in the corner. Yeah, no. exactly. Um, uh, well, I'm really excited to 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 get your take on it. So we've got two traditions on the podcast. I didn't tell you about either of them. The oh, first no. one. What the fuck? The first one is Keller is going to tell us what movie we're talking about. This is out of a list from a magazine. Do you know the premise of this dumb podcast, Jody? Uh, I think you told me about okay. it, but I okay, will great. take a refresher because it also might be someone's first time listening to That's the podcast. That's very true. It is every person, is, every yes. podcast is someone's first. Like That's every true. issue is someone's first. I love that. That's comic book philosophy and it's true. Uh, uh, and you can apply it to any piece of art. So Keller, what, g- give us the rundown. What is this magazine? Why are we doing this podcast? This uh, Empire Magazine came out with a list in 2008 mm-hmm. of the 500 greatest films of all time. And in 2018, we decided we're going to go through all of it for the next 10 years. And it was compiled by a bunch of the readers and a bunch of critics and directors and writers and producers. People would write in their top 10 movies. So it's the 500 greatest movies made in... 2008 or before. As of 2008 or before, yes. Like the newest movie on there is probably The Dark Knight. Like the first Iron Man got on there and that's it. We just Um, did that last week. We just did it last week. Uh, So yeah, so so the first tradition is that Keller is going to, because this is is Empire Magazine, a British magazine, he's going to read to us the little blurb uh, in the list in a stuffy British man's voice (laughs) about Dirty Dancing. The second tradition is comes down to you the second tradition is we're going to ask you by the end of the episode to con- to contribute keller rude i'm so sorry coughing what like am that. i going to do about it nothing it's a body Absol- thing. absolutely nothing to contribute to you here we have our own spreadsheet Ooh, for the fancy. list and i just feel boop just fill that in that's you right there so right yeah. here on the right we have our guests that we've had over the past two years and they are each contributing a brand new movie to a new list that keller and i are compiling that is ultimately more interesting to us with any movie ever. So it could be a movie 
of the past 10 years, meaning post-2008. It could be something that already exists on the list somewhere. It could be totally new. It could be something that you think everybody would agree is awesome or something that... Dancing. Can I tell you right now or do you wait till the end? We're okay. going to wait till the okay. end. Okay, I don't want to so ruin you, that. I don't want to do the... Yeah, no, I know what it is. You already have it. You already know, know what it is? is. Awesome. It is. I'm so excited. Okay, so Keller, hit us with that first tradition. Okay. What movie are we talking about tonight? Tonight, stuffy British guy. It's about this... <laughs> <laughs> Let me get that to you again. Let's try that again. <laughs> Keller, why don't you hit us with that first tradition? What movie are we talking about tonight? 405, Dirty Dancing, 1987. Director Emil Ardolino. Mm. Let's see if we can get through this without any mention of Baby and Corner. <laughs> oh, bollocks. <laughs> Great tunes, romantic which fulfillment and a 60s innocence make this an evergreen populist classic. Mm. I don't know uh, if I agree with that. I disagree. That dumbs down this movie. Yeah, I, it really I, does. I totally, I think it's not giving the movie enough credit. Man, sometimes these blurbs are spot on, but you know what? I'm going to have to go ahead and tonight. This one talking down again. Respect, it's, it's I'm going to respectfully gun, it disagree. It gunned this movie. I don't know if it did that because when, the, when Top Gun was on there, and I'm no fan of... <laughs> Jody, are you okay? Are you yeah, right? Yeah, I'm okay. Okay, good. She, she I was, she, I was choking <laughs> on my offense at that blurb. <laughs> so, like, the way that they did Top Gun was, I don't even like Top Gun. I don't even like Tom Cruise in, is in that movie Top Gun. But this this British mag ripped into it as being like American propaganda and really dumbed it down. And I felt very defensive as an American. I was like, hang on a second. Nobody can make fun of Top Gun except other Americans. How dare you? This, I don't think, is doing that. I think it, this this kind of misses the point of the movie. So I'm going to respectfully disagree with the blurb. I'm not saying that they're being on purpose, like, disrespectful. I think that they just kind of didn't get it. How do you, Jody? what do you think? Tell us about that blurb. I mean, You're I, a writer. I, I agree. I think it focused on the sort of very surface marketing level aspects of the movie, which, yeah. of course, is like the romance and the music and the dirty dancing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the movie goes a lot deeper than that, as I think it seemed like both of you were maybe a little surprised to find out. Definitely. I was blown away. I was surprised in the best way possible. Yeah. That by the time the movie ended, not that there aren't flaws in the movie because every movie is flawed, but I was so like, I can't think anything like I can't think of anything to fault with the movie. Truly. Um, uh, I, I was very, very, very impressed with the deep themes that the movie actually like talks about and goes into. So just like the Anne Rand, like, slight, <laughs> right. Just like, it was yeah. so good. What a great, it's like classist. We know how this person feels. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, it's a great life lesson. If someone just like shoves the fountain head at you, just pick you, up a, bu- yep. a pitcher of ice water and dump <laughs> it in their pants. Yeah, that is exactly right. So we like to start by asking, Excuse me, now it's my turn. We're asking our guest first. I check out a little verklempt. We're going to ask Jody first. Uh, You've seen the movie many times. You've seen it as an adult. You watched it tonight with us. Please give us your overall thoughts. Did you pick up on anything new tonight while watching it? How do you feel about it right now? Um, I still think it's an amazing movie. Um, And I think the thing that stands out to me now, and you probably did the last time I watched it too, but it's, in fact, even more now, it's just incredibly relevant. Yeah. Still, there's like, you know, there's the whole issue of there's no such thing as no abortion. It's whether you can get a safe abortion. There's class differences in how we treat people. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's all stuff that I think is even more in the conversation than when I saw the movie, like maybe four years ago. Yes, I agree. It is a bummer that 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 any kind of conversation around abortion is still a thing. But it's all it's always still a thing. It has been every day that I've been alive. Uh, which is very frustrating, but um, yeah, I was I that's that's the moment where the movie for me made me sit up and go wait. You literally were like, hold wait. on, what the fuck? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> wait, what is what are they about to do in this movie? Because with Penny sitting with, in the dark crying, yes, yeah. and I was like, what happened to Penny? Did she get did she get like hit by a boyfriend or an ex boyfriend or or what is what is the trauma that she's going through? What's happening to her? And when they said she's knocked up, and then they got to the point in the story where. Because I thought, again, with some of that 60s innocence or the 80s movie innocence, I thought, oh, okay, she's crying because it's a movie character, so of course she's going to keep the baby and like she has to stop dancing. Or so, like, like yeah. I didn't know, I'm like, okay, okay, what's going to happen? But as soon as they got to the point where they told the audience, we can get her an abortion, but these are the circumstances, this is, you know, there's no way we can do it because she needs to keep working because she's like a, a working person, she needs the money. Uh, I was so impressed with those stakes, and 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 uh, I think that that was the the thing in the movie that made me go, oh, okay, now I can really hear what the rest of the movie is saying about 
what it's talking about. So uh, anything else that you kind of um, would want to say, want to mention in terms about the movie? Oh, there's just so many awful people in this movie. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, they... And there's different flavors of awful. Like some yeah. people, like Robbie is obviously the worst and Vivian yeah. is like pretty bad. And, mm-hmm. you know, you look at the sister Lisa who's bad for like a lot of the movie. But mm-hmm. then, you know, there's that lovely moment later on when she's had her heart broken and she, mm-hmm. you know, baby's had her heart broken and they have that sort of nice sister moment. So. Let me fix your hair. Your hair is good the way it is. I yeah. thought that they were, yeah. I thought they were going to do the thing that a lot of movies do, especially when it comes to like, Black women is like, well, let's straighten your hair, and that's how you'll be better. Like, but then they let Jennifer Grey keep her curly hair. That was a really nice moment. That I'm like, man, movies struggle with that today. That's yeah. a conversation about natural hair versus, uh, you know, flattened and and straighter looking. Um, I secretly think yeah. that's what like that Lisa had that same hair, and you heard she just straightened the crap out of Absolutely. it. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely, probably. Probably yeah. dyed it black. Yeah, to yeah. kind of fit in more or whatever. And, and didn't her yeah, mom man. have curlier hair too? Yeah, I think so. But her mom definitely had the 60s kind of, you know, oh, yeah. done up or whatever. Um, and I also think that there were, this is not a on both sides conversation. Like it's very clear that the movie sympathizes and it should with the working class people versus the wealthy <laughs> people that are on vacation and running the thing. But even some of Patrick Swayze's characters actions were frustrating because it's like well in the same way that you've been beaten down you're not giving individuals a chance you want to be mad at society keep doing it but jennifer gray she like she baby's telling you let's go like it's cool you can talk to me or you know i can talk to my dad or whatever whatever and instead of patrick swayze like explaining not that he has to not that it's anybody's business i get that but he doesn't tell the dad at the end like Mm -hmm. excuse me sir Penny's not my girlfriend. That wasn't my child. Like it wasn't us getting pregnant. It was this other guy, and I love your daughter. Like he didn't do that. He just let the dad be mad at him. Like I know he's like nothing. Nothing I'm say I'm gonna say is gonna change it. You know. Yeah. And he thinks he considers himself nothing, and that's it was frustrating too. But um, but it's not a it's not a both sided movie. It's definitely a one sided movie, and I think it, it its perspective is on the right sort of group of people to tell the story yeah Um, and I mean they they made it very clear pretty early on that even you know as good a person as baby is like mm -hmm. she still has privilege she needs to like learn and address it's like to her the situation's a lot easier (laughs) to fix than Keller's getting a water sorry everybody he's real coffee we see this is how we do the podcast. We're not editing any of this out. Uh, oh, okay. So so sorry, but um. So so don't confess to any crime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please don't. But no, you're right, Jody. Is I liked the way that this movie tackled uh, baby's privilege because it doesn't in a way that doesn't accuse. It's not accusatory. It's not like you know, like uh, uh, making her seem um, uh, uh, like it like she's full of malice. It yeah. really is just and stuff she's unaware of. Yeah, and it's not that she's stupid or anything. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. and I, I actually one of my favorite scenes is when she's talking to her dad closer to the end, and she's yes. like, "I know I let you down, but you let me down too." Because yes. you told me this is how the world was, but you just meant for people like you. That was great. It was so, it was good. so good. I love oh. that part. I was getting choked up. Yeah, especially because Jennifer Grey is doing this amazing acting. She's a young actress, but then the dad. Uh, what's Jerry the actor's Orbach. name? Jerry Orbach. His like bottom lip starts quivering, and I'm like, that's such good father daughter dad moment acting. And then he breaks down as soon as she walks away because it's like he can't yeah. even bring himself to cry yeah, in front of his daughter. Ooh, still relevant. Still, I think even um, all the rich assholes they do make human. Not all of them. Like yeah. uh, what's his? What's her face? Is the one who? Robbie. Robbie was sleeping with. The, the woman. sister. Oh, or no, no she, the rich, he, he the rich lady. To sleep the rich lady. Yeah, Vivian. Yeah. Vivian, that's right. Vivian. Yeah. 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 Uh, Vivian, that's a, yeah, that's a tough character, too. Like, she's <laughs> she's a bad person. Um, was there any part of Vivian's storyline that y'all felt bad for her for? I mean, her husband seemed like completely elsewhere. I, I, the mm-hmm. thing is, I'm not sure. Like, the way her husband looked at Johnny, I'm, mm-hmm. I feel like he knew what was going really? on. Really? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think it's just. The way like, he's just like, here's $100. I want to play cards later. You might be right, which yeah. is so fucked. Yeah. It's so fucked up. But I. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Every time I see, and yes, I'm talking about the First Lady of the United States of America. Every time I see a woman who seems to be very beautiful and she's in a relationship that, that, it seems like she doesn't love the guy, but the guy has money. I'm always like, I don't feel for you. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like you could, you don't, you put that, you put yourself in that 
True. You could get out of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know? if he's like a really good person, that's different. But yes, yeah. yeah but e- I mean, even then, this is one of the, this is a very romantic movie because it reinforces that idea of like you shouldn't settle and you should try and go and find happiness whether you're rich or poor or whatever. So and I think one of the things I really like about this compared to some other like romantic drama movies is, is mm-hmm. the romance built very yes. slowly. Like yes organic i mean i knew that it was going to be patrick swayze and jennifer gray and they were going to do that dance and the lift by the end of the movie it's pop culture i knew that i've seen crazy stupid love i've seen you know uh, but the way that they meet the way that they build their friendship the way that they and you can't help but fall for them at the same time because they're so damn attractive and they're Mm -hmm. just dancing and you're like god damn you two are hot Holy shit. And it's just like, they're like just laughing together to start, you know, it's like, it's a very sort of natural feeling. Mm -hmm. It's definitely one of the better written romances in movies. I I agree. I'm going to say this. I'm going to go on a limb. It's the best dancing movie ever made. Best dancing Uh, movie. If that's a genre of movie, the dancing movie, I'm talking the step ups, the save the last dance, the, you know, bring it on as a subcategory cheerleader. That's the best cheerleader movie ever. Amazing. I it love is. Bring it, on. it is. Peyton Reed's Bring It On is great. Um, I think this is the best dancing movie. Keller, can you name a better one? I haven't seen I know. enough. I know. Uh, I've seen, I think, one or two of the <laughs> Step Up movies. And I, I've never actually seen a Step Up That's movie, like a different kind of dancing movie, even. Well, though. yes, like, it is. We talked about it earlier, the big three. Big yeah, three. and I, I was actually going to bring that up because I feel I've seen Flashdance maybe twice. This and I think I've only seen sure Footloose once. Yeah, this mm-hmm. depth of any of them. Yes. Right. Flashdance has is amazing dance, a dance movie? Uh, scenes. The, yeah. the new one is because it's like a musical, but the original, I'm like, eh, well, maybe Hairspray. John Waters, maybe. It's not a, mm. like, this movie has, like, amazing dancing, though. Yes. And there's, like, a solid, yes. I don't know, they will spend forever on a dance number, and you're not mad about it mm-hmm. at yeah. all. Mm-hmm. And, obviously, but it's, it's called Dirty Dancing. Building plot. Like, there's, exactly. no, there's no, like, I would say extraneous dance scenes Agreed. in the movie. Like, everything is focused toward the plot. It's, like, it's establishing, establishing yes. skill, establishing, yep. like, her uh, being uncomfortable with doing it in the, to begin mm-hmm. with. Yeah, like the class that differences, whole, like yeah. how she really enjoys the world of like the staff and their dance parties, but mm-hmm. doesn't feel comfortable with it for mm-hmm. a long time. That was and, great. Yeah. That opening was great. Yeah, I carried she, a watermelon. Yeah. And <laughs> that she, was and then, so good. And then you're, as soon as she said that, Jody, you were like, she's so awkward. And then Patrick says he walks away and she says to herself, I carried a watermelon. Like she's mad at her terrible like opening Which line. I feel like mm-hmm. we've all been there. Oh my like God. It's so relatable. I think it's a great moment. opening line. They're both dorky, but Patrick Swayze and this movie is the coolest thing. They will always be. We have a dog now? We have a dog? Yeah, we bought oh, a that's dog. That's cool. I didn't know that. We bought a zoo. It came with the movie. Yeah, came with the movie. Um, but uh, well, we got we to gotta put it. Netflix in the mail. We'll put a pin in Swayze because I want to get back to him. But um, uh, the big three, the, the, da- the big three dancing movies of the 80s. And you saw another 80s movie this morning, Supergirl. Yes. Which is awesome. I'm not going to ask you to compare them. I know you, I mean, you are I, writing I, Supergirl currently, so I'm sure that you I, have strong will, feelings for each. I will say the, it's not quite a dance sequence, but there's a sort of balletic sequence when Supergirl's first learning to fly, which really? is one of the most beautiful scenes in any I Supergirl that. movie. That's cool. I love that. It's and like I want to say- some amazing wire work. This morning I watched, I got to go see Frozen 2 a little bit early. Oh. And I really liked it. I think it's better than the first one. I love the first one. Too. Yeah. Then I think you're really going to enjoy it. But what I really like about the first one and even the second one even more is without giving anything away, I think that they are very good at f- knowing what is kind of the equivalent. Not that superheroes are not for girls and princesses are not for boys. They're absolutely for yeah. both. But that very like, I don't want to say cliche, but that thing that just hits in your DNA where like a little kid will see something and get excited about it. They find the perfect thing to utilize in Frozen 2 that I think a lot of young girl audiences will, it'll just, they'll, they'll just be like, oh my God, that's cool. But then they use it in this great story way for the character of Elsa and it's I'm just really sure epic. that's going to be my reaction too, yes. honestly. Yes. So I'm, I, look, I'm the one who cried five, the first five times I saw Ray catch <laughs> the lightsaber in oh, The Force Awakens. that's amazing. So. That, that part is still, I didn't cry the first time. But I think five times. Yeah, I think every time I've seen the movie kind of since then that build up and kind of, you know, especially when you you spend a little bit more time with her in Last Jedi and I love Ray. But yeah, that moment, that's one. That's kind of what I'm talking about. There's something like that that happens that is so like and I think this movie, Dirty Dancing, is a great example of like young people should see it 
young boys and girls, but like young people should see this movie. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. The, I wish the, I had seen this movie. I'm me sorry. Too. Mom, I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> Mom, you were I'd right. like to apologize right you now. You were right. You, you've been wrong about some other movies. Yes. Moms of the world, you were right on this but one. But you were right on you're this right one. You were right on this yes. one. So we were talking about the big three dance movies, right? Footloose, Flashdance, and this. Footloose I have less memories of, but I mm-hmm. remember it's very much sort of the like religious oppression in the town that they yes. can dance. So I think that's Youth a, versus age. It's a relevant yes. this topic still. There's, there's something there, but but you know, there's still some corniness and cheesiness with like the way that they're gonna fix the town is by dancing. You know what I mean? In Which Footloose. is probably why hairspray is so good, is because it is just kind of making fun of it is, yeah. but it's also trying to, it uses like television and a dancing yeah. show mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, that makes a little bit more sense. I'm just going to say Dirty Dancing makes the most sense for how a dance saves the group of people at the end of this movie. I was like, yeah. Because the a, dad, sorry. Oh yeah, ahead. I was going to say, it's like a such a smaller group of people. It's a, yes. like a very specific one, subset of the population yes. that's been in close it's like contact. A country first. club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kellerman's. <laughs> At Kellerman's, the friendships last long. We gotta yeah, talk about that. We gotta man. sing that whole song. Kellerman. I know. I almost want to learn it, but we gotta get you a Kellerman shirt. I don't want to. Okay. Yeah, you should wear that. Mm-hmm. No, That's you really need cool. to wear it because uh, you're a Kellerman. Uh, I'm okay. Keller, and you're a Kellerman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, man, I was just so blown away, Keller. Let's go into your overall thoughts. First time ever watching Dirty Dancing. Go. Uh, sorry, mom. Yep. Uh, it's very good. Yep. Patrick Swayze is. <sighs> The coolest. He's the coolest. The coolest dork. Like, he's not the greatest actor. No. He's an incredible dancer. I think yes. he, I actually really like his performance in this movie. Yes. I like it, And I'm too. not just blinded by, like, sure, the, sure, the sure. muscles. He does a great job in this movie, but I think it's one of those cases where he is perfectly cast for this role. My God, he's amazing. He was honestly really cast in most roles I've ever seen him in. I just feel that because I've only seen him in those roles, I never really got to see, you know... <clears throat> um, Swayze kind of blow me away with just his acting ability, but he is a presence and he's this incredible uh, uh, charisma and he's so likable. And the combination of his athletic and dancing skill in this with his performance, with his acting performance, like sells it on the movie and he does a great, great job. Like his acting is like a, like I like Paul Walker. I think Paul Walker is good. Especially in those Fast and Furious movies. Again, he's like, it's perfectly cast and it's not, those movies aren't asking too much of him. But uh, he does a great job. Yeah, and I yeah I need to I want to see more Patrick Swayze movies. I've never I seen Roadhouse. Too. I have yet to ever see Roadhouse. I've I haven't seen Too Wong Fu. Part of Roadhouse that oh, I saw as a yeah. kid, and it's very I've good. I've seen part of it, but I want to rewatch that. And I think he and uh, and Wesley Snipes and John Leguizamo are like are incredible in that movie. But I need to rewatch it. And uh, you know what? I hope it still holds up. And I worry that because it's from the nineties, it might not. <laughs> I'm very worried. I bet a lot of it doesn't but sure. i bet a lot, a lot of, of it does. definitely yeah. does yeah and i love them in ghost and i don't know if i love this or ghost more and i don't know what's a better movie i think dirty dancing might be a better movie but ghost i really love ghost ghost is great ghost is great i haven't seen ghost in all right a long i feel like time. is ghost the one that for like a while you could only get like the rental version of the vhs so like you had to spend like a hundred dollars if you wanted to get ghost on vhs what really i feel like i remember that being a that's thing. crazy well i'm pretty sure my I... mom also loves ghosts oh so. wow and she had to shell a hundred dollars i don't think she i think she waited till like, they had the a regular retail yeah moms love the sways there, there was some movie that that was the case and i'm pretty sure it was ghost man that'd be that'd be nuts I believe. I it. don't know if I love Ghost enough to get a hundred dollar version of it. But Do you love Dirty Dancing enough? What if they ban Dirty Dancing? I would track it down. I would, get do, it it. I would do it out of spite. Yeah. <laughs> I, Who I, would ban Dirty Dancing? Yeah. A lot good. of people. Yeah. A lot of people, people ban dancing. It's too sexual. I feel like you were surprised. Hey. Hector, at the, I was very the, surprised. The you were. of the dancing. I'm not Hector, a prude. Hector, I just wanted to Hector make sure. Hector moved and covered my eyes. I, I just wanted to make sure we weren't <laughs> watching something we weren't supposed to be watching. That's all. This is PG-13, y'all. Hector said that he would uh, do a dance competition for me. I would. It was really nice no, of him. No, I would. I, yeah, because you were like, you were like, Hector, could you learn those moves? And then echoing the plot of the movie, I said, Keller, if I had to learn a night of dancing so that you could go get an abortion, I 100% would do it. There's no question. And that's and friendship. I wept. And I that's wept. friendship. And, and that's there. friendship. <laughs> Actually, just a, a one thing I thought was interesting yeah. related to that was that the dad was much nicer to Penny about yeah. the abortion than his own daughter. Like yeah. he 
as a doctor, did not judge his patient at all and was just there yes. for her and made sure she was okay and checked up on her mm-hmm. multiple times he's after. A very professional and he's like, doctor. Yeah, he mm-hmm. saved all his sort of anger about the situation yeah. for his daughter. To be Which, fair, he paid for the abortion without knowing it. Yeah, so. he did. Which is like, I love the characterization of the dad in this movie. Yeah. He is not a perfect saint. But that's definitely that's dad. a forgiveness rather than permission yes. scenario. It yeah. is, except... I feel like, and maybe... He would have been cool with it, or he would have yeah. been like, bring her to me and I yes. will help in First, some way. don't take her to some, you know, because the, the friend, Penny, he, he was like, they had a table and a dirty knife. He's going to be here uh-huh. Thursday. Remember that? Like, a he's folding yeah. table yes. and a well, rusty fair, knife. he had been told it was like a... I know. Yeah, that was a legitimate yeah. doctor. So yeah. I, I was thinking about the father-daughter relationship in this. Keller, you were surprised, I think you were surprised that like, she was able to get 250 bucks from him. Right, you were oh, like, because yeah. she asked. She imagine goes, having Daddy. trust in your or your yeah. parents having trust in you like that. And I, I can't imagine asking for like forty dollars. I, <laughs> I can't imagine. I had a kind of a similar experience. I was a goody goody when I was a kid up until high school, and I still remained a goody goody. But because of my goody goodiness, I was able to ask my parents, like, "Hey, mom, dad, I'm gonna go do an improv show at at the high school with my friends, and afterwards we're gonna go to Denny's and hang out till two in the morning at Denny's." It's a school night. And my parents were like, okay. Because they knew I was such a nerd that I was not doing drugs. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I was able to kind they of... They knew you weren't really at Denny's and you were playing yeah. Zero Clicks. Yeah. <laughs> I think I remember a few years ago, my dad was like, we're still kind of waiting for you to have your teenage rebellious stage because I right. was also very much a goody-goody. Right. Yeah, I followed too. the rules. And and to, th- to watch this movie with that, like my, relating it to my experience, I was thinking if I was the parent or if I was the kid, and I needed this money or I needed th- this situation to like to help somebody that I knew. As a kid, I felt like, I feel like I could have told my mom and dad and they would have been like, here's the money. And I could have even further told them, it's for this friend of mine. She needs to get an abortion. And they would have been like, of course, yes, we're going to help. As opposed to no, you know what I mean? But yeah. then again, it, this is 1963. Yeah, I don't know. And two hundred and fifty dollars is a lot. A back lot then. of money. Are you are you crunching and he's numbers a right rich now? I'm, man. Doing, I'm putting this in terms of comics because I believe oh. comics were like I don't remember if that was when they were ten or twelve cents. Let's um, let's round but it down. But he's also 10 like a cents. rich white dude living in this society where yes. he's keeping up appearances. Yes. Yes, that's like two hundred or two twenty five hundred comics. Wow. Worth Today? of money. Yeah, or, oh my God. or just back then. And now comics are like four bucks. Yeah, so yeah. if you so that's like ten thousand dollars in today's well, money in terms of buying. Maybe comics. we shouldn't go off of comic books. They yeah, can't. No, their they, inflation's yeah. a little cuckoo. It's kind of uh, nuts. That's will, also true. As we talk, I will look yeah. up uh, inflation from nineteen. I feel yes. like comics What's should it, be uh, the, uh, the loaf of bread. If comics were like ten cents in the sixties and a dollar in like the eighties, I feel like they should be. They should be like two bucks. Now, not necessarily four ninety nine. Yeah, and we should all be getting paid thirty five dollars okay. an yes, hour. Yes. Here yes. we here we go. Okay. Uh, One hundred dollars in nineteen sixty three was the equivalent of about eight hundred dollars <sighs> in twenty seventeen. Oh, I was way off. Yeah, yeah. so we're talking two, it's like, like two, two grand. You're right. Two, yeah, yeah. Three to book. two thousand five hundred bucks, something like that, which is yeah. crazy. So I was thinking as a parent, if that was my kid. And I built enough trust and we had like a good relationship that they should be able to tell me what's going on and who's it for and how can I help. But again, I don't know what the culture was like in 1963. You know, like things were illegal then that it was stupid if they were illegal Where today. Where was this? This was what? The Northeast? This was I, like... I think the Northeast somewhere. It's Jersey, they never placed like, it really. I mean, it's, the in, the, it's in the mountains, so it's maybe mm. like upper state New York or something like maybe. that. Maybe. Yeah. There's mountains that. up there. And I don't, I think I don't so. know where there are I mountains. Think so. But I yeah, love that all of this to say, mountains. love the characterization of the father character because he was not perfect. He was upset. He was, uh, I don't want to say understandably upset, but again, for the time and for the culture. Um, and I liked how he admitted he was wrong at the end. Yeah. All that stuff was big, man. Was and he kind of did just want his daughter to tell him. Yeah. And, and then event, yeah. and nobody would just fucking tell, tell him. Yeah, exactly. Also, like we spent a <laughs> to, solid to, 30 to minutes of the movie. Someone Robbie. write yeah. a note. To Robbie. Yeah, exactly. Who, yeah. Who, even Robbie assumed everyone had told him. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And like, Robbie's an asshole. Yeah. And he assumed all that. That uh, was... <laughs> It was great. Oh, thanks for this check for medical yeah. school. Anyway, thanks for helping yeah, me. Yeah, sure it was a check cool or like a. Le- I, it was probably a check or I, like yeah. a letter yeah. of recommend recommend well, yeah, recommendation yeah. recommendation uh, recommendation. I give this movie two enthusiastic thumbs up. I really liked it. I thought I it was did too. Fantastic. It holds up perfectly. Yep. And they should show it in schools. Yes, in high school. And the soundtrack, the two soundtracks, awesome. so good. 
awesome. I don't know when I knew what abortion was a thing. Yeah. It w- I, I definitely did not seen this the movie. first time I saw oh, this movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, they never full on say it. Yeah, yeah. And I, I know like the first time I watched it with my parents was probably like the edited for TV version. Mm. So I'm oh, sure yeah. they trimmed down some of it, which I don't know how well the story would work once that's because that's I like, know. like so she's got to go to the doctor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's going to cost $250 to go to the doctor. She's sick. And if she comes back from the doctor, it was a bad doctor. She's even more sick. Oh, no. Your kid brain is just like, why didn't baby just go get her dad? If her dad was a doctor this whole time, this is weird. This doesn't make any sense. Uh, yeah, I thought I thought it was. But also kid brain is just watching the dance. Kid brain. And it's great. So yeah. all the surface level stuff, all those things that Empire Magazine mentions, the 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 like the chemistry, the dancing number, you know, the dancing numbers, that line, nobody puts baby in the corner. All that stuff is great. Swayze is great. Jennifer Grey is great. I loved them both. I thought they were so damn charming and that chemistry was on fire. It's bonkers. But the thing that I really loved about the movie was what it said about class. Yes. What it said about uh, prejudice, what it said about uh, abortion, what it said about all of those things. It crammed so much into what everybody has written off for the last 40 years. Mm -hmm. So many quote unquote chick flicks get yeah. written off as it, you, Keller you pointed out it passed the Bechdel test which it is like it passed the good. Bechdel test, test cool. like three times mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's good talking uh, about hair talking yeah. about yeah. dancing talking yeah. about yeah yeah it was it was great um, I'm trying to think what else that we can mention that was in the movie uh, I mean yeah just Swayze was fantastic god he had a body on him when they did that montage training in the woods that was cool. But also yeah. that montage training of her just walking on the bridge is so good. Yeah, yeah. it is. Of her C- dancing on the yeah. bridge. And it's I think it's wonderful how she's clearly like a really good dancer. Yes. If you don't like start off yes. really bad and then get to where she is at the end of the movie. Yes. You don't, what if they you don't did get cast in the like role a, if that's how you dance. So. What if they did find like somebody who could not dance at all? And, and like, Swayze was like, all right. I got this. Like, they were, they were Swayze's just like, like I yeah. see the, the, yes. the dances within her. We just this is a documentary. Yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah. It made me want to dance, man. It made me go like, man, I can't dance for shit. I danced yeah, I all the way to the have, bathroom when the movie yeah. was over. I have no coordination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It me made neither. me think that like... You know, rest in peace, Patrick Swayze. But oh, if I never absolutely. met him, maybe I could have. And you you mentioned a great thing, Jody. You were like, he he everybody I think would agree he was he was gone before his time. If he were around today, what kind of movies would he be in? And he only died, what, ten years ago? Fifteen years mm-hmm. like, yeah. like 10 not, years ago. Not that long ago. And so much has changed in movies. I was like, he would have been in a Marvel movie by For now. For sure. He would have been in a, you know, Star Wars like he would have been in one of these huge, huge movies and and maybe he would be having a reconnaissance the oh, way that man. Matthew McConaughey him, like, had a yeah. you know a resurgence or Keanu Reeves or all these great him actors Fast and I feel like movie. I feel like he maybe yeah. would have never gone away you uh, you're probably oh, right because, not. because up until his death he really was acting in a lot of interesting movies and people nobody I don't ever remember people saying bad about Patrick Swayze even if somebody were to come down on his acting ability I feel like the general public would be like hey whoa 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 that's Patrick Swayze the amount of yeah. charisma yeah. and likability totally just God, man, he also, such a bummer. He also co-wrote and sang the yeah. song "She's Like the Wind" on yep. the aforementioned Amazing Job. She's like the wind. Yeah, it was great. It's amazing. I want footage of him doing that in the booth. I'm sure I it exists. It. I'm sure it's a we music video. Uh, yeah, but I now, mm. now I'm actually tempted to. I've never done this at karaoke, but now I'm actually tempted. Now that I've seen the movie, to be like, let's do it. Time of your life, we duet. Should, we should do a yeah. We should do a karaoke. Just an all yeah. dirty dancing karaoke. Yeah, that, Ooh, that, I mean, again, it's two soundtracks. It's like a full night of karaoke right wow. there. I'll watch Havana Nights now. Yeah, right. I've never. I don't think I've ever seen Havana Nights. Chelsea so. loves it, so I, I I would watch it. They so they did Havana Nights, which was a Diego Luna sequel that has nothing to do with any characters or anything in this movie. It's just called Dirty Dancing. They're also. dancing dirty. They're dancing dirty. At night. The in dancing in is Cuba. the the consistent character. Yes, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. that's the draw. The dance. Um, it's like the Tokyo Drift of the franchise. The Lord of the Dance. The Lord of the Dance. And then they did a Dirty Dancing like... What's his IMDb sheet like? Who? Lord of the Dance. Lord of the Dance? I don't know. He's been in a lot of stuff. Really? The step just Up all, movies. Just all dance yeah, specials? Yeah. Singing in the Rain. Mm, wow. Mm-hmm. It's been the same guy. Um, uh, <laughs> it's got longevity. They did a Dirty Dancing in 2017 like made for TV remake movie. Which I... Yeah. Maybe knew about, but definitely never saw. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I definitely like, knew about the Footloose one. I'll tell you what. The Footloose remake, I thought was good. In fact, I thought it might have been even better than Fo- the original Footloose. is Footloose. also like a stage show, though. So, yes. Whereas I don't know if they've done one for Dirty Dancing. It could be. It could be. And I'm sure easily. it could be great. Yeah. It could easily be great. It's melodramatic in the best way. It should it be. It works. It should be a stage production. Um, I, I, 
uh, I don't know I, if I could ever see a remake. Yeah, it's because this it movie shouldn't be it, remade. No. It, it doesn't need to be. It's one of the ones that just holds up so well. And yes. Because even when it was made, it was already a period piece, so it doesn't right. feel dated that. in that way. It I didn't place either. In 1963, it was really good. Even though it a lot is of characters so crazy. Yeah. How this 80s as fuck song yeah. starts playing at the very end of the movie, <laughs> and, and they're, like, they're cool. singing along to yeah. it. But Everybody maybe, is dancing along yeah. to it. Maybe behind we're him. only hearing this version of the song, and maybe other... it, within the world of the movie, they're hearing an it's era appropriate. Like, I want there to be like eighties yeah. in this version of this world. There's like eighties as fuck versions of sixty songs. Yeah, that'd be great. I actually have a very funny short story related to Go. this. Uh, so I was at a friend's wedding a few years ago, and there was a mm-hmm. lot of dancing. And another friend of mine was like, "Hey, you want to do the dirty dancing <gasps> lift?" And I'm like. I might die, but <gasps> yes. No one ever asked me that before. Uh, and we attempted it. I did not die. I don't think we did. I was not in the air very long. So you got lifted. Sort of. And then I think I got put down, and then I think I fell a little. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah. but you didn't fall on your it's face. I, that's it, what though. I was worried about doing, like, you know, what happened yeah, in, the in the water. water. Where they were like, because if, if that happens in the water, it's okay. If it happens on yeah. the dance floor, you yeah. don't have a You're face fucked. anymore. Next time I go to the water, I'm going to try it. Let's go to the water. <laughs> Let's go to the water. <laughs> yes. Next time I go to the water. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, well, that I hope, location, the water. <laughs> I hope you had fun with that with the lift, because it looks epic. And I know that it that's has like been. like an indie movie. Go to the water. <laughs> I must go to the water. It has been it's built up. Horror movie. It is uh, all of popular culture, especially pop culture surrounding like women and female centric stories, have always cited that being such a huge important thing. And I knew that going into this movie. And damn it, by the end of this movie, it built up to that thing, and it works. It's not yeah. something where I was like, "That's it." It didn't deflate. It was like, "Oh shit!" Everybody in that room perfect. is perfect. going nuts. It was yeah. Everybody. We was were nuts. basically going nuts. And, and I was, clapped, and it was so earned because she yeah. like put in all the work to learn to do it. But then yeah. when they and did the dance performance, she was yeah. too scared to do it. And so what it was I loved, like, yeah. And then it, it kind of got set aside until the very totally. end. I love that it was the very end where she it was didn't a, it, care about anybody in that room. It wasn't just like except a Patrick Swayze. Exactly. It except, wasn't sorry. Johnny yeah. Castle. Johnny Cousin Castle. of Frank Castle. Johnny Castle. The Punisher. The mm-hmm. Dancer. The Dancer. The Dancer. The Dancer. I do feel like he probably was moonlighting Kill as people. a bouncer in yeah. a roadhouse. Oh yeah. Uh yeah. but uh that move at the end, it was not just a move that the movie was saying, like, this is a difficult move to do. Patrick Swayze's character, Johnny Castle, was like, it's about trust. Yeah. So it made it a character thing. It made it yeah. a character moment. So that's what made that moment at the end so effective is that it was finally, with the crescendo like, of the song. If you don't trust me, it we won't work. will get hurt. Yeah. yeah. And so she was just looking at him, just moving her little dress, and he's just like, oh, we're going to so have sex. And then she jumped. I mean, they'd then, already yeah, had sex like three multiple times. Multiple yes. times, so. yeah. And oh, I'm sure it was so, great. I'm going to lift you up. Is what so going to lift you up. And then she did it, and it was epic. With that piece of the part in the music, so good. Mm-hmm. Man, <laughs> you're going to go. Head Let's let Hector sing all of it. That's all you need to do. You don't have to hit the, hit the hard consonants. You can sing the song with the mouth guard in. That's it, yeah. <laughs> and I owe it all to you, house high. Exactly how it goes. I sing it at the dentist every time. Yeah, that, yeah. You're right. It's like that's one of the staple songs of my childhood. Never mm-hmm. sung at a karaoke. Really? Yeah. Why not? Well, I don't tend to do too many duets at karaoke just doing both both parts yourself man i mean i do that for shallow (laughs) yeah there you go there (laughs) you go uh cool so i think that we've said everything we could possibly say about dirty dancing it exceeded my expectations could yeah it could go on forever go on forever it's a fantastic movie if you listen to this and you had never seen it go watch it i mean seriously we spoiled spoiled everything we did but it'll still work podcast is yeah but that's also a thing that's great about it yeah you Mm -hmm. don't need it yeah you don't need to know what happens. Guys, spoilers are fine. Yeah, spoilers yeah. are fine. The movie will still work. Spoilers I promise. Are fine. But boy, oh boy, I really liked it. I thought it was fantastic. Well, um, and I was glad I got to watch it with both of you for the first yeah, time. And there's it's always... three Will Smiths. What was it? There's three Will Smiths and Gemini Man. Sorry, everybody. We <laughs> oh, spoiled no. it. Spoiler alert. Did you want to go see Gemini Man? Too bad. There's It's Tremini Man. There's three of them. Sorry, Jody. You're really sad. You really wanted yeah. to go see Gemini Man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was going to catch it on like an airplane. Yeah, maybe. it's fine. You can still do that. It'll be fine. <laughs> Trust us. You can. You you'll, f- you'll forget about this conversation and about halfway through Gemini Man, you'll remember Hector and Keller and you'll be like, oh shit, there's a third one at the end of this movie. <laughs> or you won't even remember that. You'll realize halfway through and be like, yeah. there's a third Will Smith. Yeah. To be fair, oh, wait, I, they I told probably would have guessed that. Yes, That's I'm what sure. I'm saying. I'm sure. 
You probably guessed in the you, first five. It's that kind of movie. Do you uh, do you have a tough time sometimes um, watching movies and appreciating them because you're a writer, or do you find that you appreciate movies more so because you might know as a writer you understand the craft and you go, man, they're nailing it with this. I love it. I think the only time it really bothers me is when there's a movie that's like really close to working and like to, mm. I can really see just like the tiny changes you would have needed to make to make it maybe not an amazing movie or even a great movie but a much better, better movie oh, and those tough. are the ones that bother me the most because I'd rather a movie just be like completely awful yes. than be like so close to being good and just Without, miss the mark because that's wanna, the most painful. I don't want to put you on the spot. I don't want to get you in trouble. Feel free to pass. Absolutely. Can you think of any examples of a movie where you're like it was all right there and that your writer brain was like fixing it in real time uh, and you were frustrated oh crap no i'm blanking on the the name now what was it about sample that came to my brain really quick was the magic kid and looper that's the first example that came to my brain keller says that all the time about the movie looper i'm also not a fan of looper i like looper yeah almost except for the magic kid yeah yeah i I need to give that movie another shot because i had i had some uh issues my own personal stuff with that movie where i was like Y'all promised me Bruce Willis and JGL teaming up, and they talk in a diner for one scene. Mm-hmm. Guys, come on! I'm fine without I, the team. I'm, up. A, I'm gonna I'm gonna harsh on the advertising more so than the okay, movie yeah. itself. You know, because that's where I'm coming in from. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that kid was magic and superpowers, and it's kind of like okay, is that what world we're in? What world are we, we in? We already had time okay. travel. Sucker Punch. So good pick. So Sucker Punch. Visually stunning movie. Yeah, visually stunning movie. The change I would make, which again might not make it like an amazing movie, right. but would have made it a much more solid movie, mm-hmm. is at the scene at the beginning when the girl is like running away from, I think it was her stepfather I or think something so. like after I think she was so. the movie and she runs like through her bedroom and she's like trying to go out the window and gets caught. Mm-hmm. If you just added a bookshelf in that room that was full of like manga and comics and sci-fi mm. novels, and then it would have tied all those fantasy scenes later yeah. on into things that she liked and they would yeah. have actually been connected to the character and yeah. her like her own interests rather than clearly being just what the filmmakers wanted to Correct. put in. I get so that. it's again that's just like it's not even a shot. It is a prop. Just add this yeah. single prop and suddenly like a whole it element recon- of the movie yeah. makes a lot more sense. It would recontextualize. That was a yeah. frustrating movie because it felt as though the movie had a lot of things to say about Is that based on something? No. Totally okay. original. But again, it's it's fine if it's inspired by stuff and it was clearly it th- this is my ex- experience with it. Sorry, we, we've been drinking LaCroix. This is my experience with it. The movie Sucker Punch felt like surface level. It had a lot to say about the female gaze and female heroes in action sci-fi movies and what that all means and how it relates to, you know, the differences between men and women and how they will 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 uh, uh, input this information, whatever, whatever. And it kind of never, it never did anything it with that It never connected to the characters yeah. at all, which yes. again was, like I was saying, if you had just tied that into mm-hmm. the lead character, again, there would have stuff still been issues with the movie sure but it would have contextualized a lot of the stuff and made it actually core to the story it's a good pick that's a solid pick speaking of picks jody Mm -hmm. oh shit we're now gonna ask you it's the time in the podcast uh the time is now we get to ask (laughs) what movie you would contribute to the list of the 500 greatest movies that we're formulating it could be any movie ever in the world and when you tell us if you if, if you have a couple of runners up even though you seem like you it immediately came to your had, brain immediately. yeah do you have just one or do you have a couple where you're like I, ah. I have just one it's i mean it's my go for favorite it. movie uh, what dark, is the movie dark city dark city wait that's not already on here is no, it no it's not i don't let even me, know what that is check. you don't oh. know dark you know dark city do i don't you no it's not on what here. is dark city dirty dancing's already on here brianne chandler picked it thank you brianne uh Dark City is, I'm going to let Jody tell you about Dark City, okay. but it's a 90s movie, correct? Yes, it actually yes. came out one year before The Matrix. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was not nearly as successful as The Matrix. Mm-hmm. Uh, has a lot of similarities to The Matrix. Uh, the, Suspiciously so? No. Because it was a year apart. Yeah, so. I mean, and they're it's just in terms of like thematic stuff, uh-huh. um, basically a man wakes up in a bathtub, I believe. Uh, I think no you're memories. Right. Yeah. Yep. Who, who's in this? Uh, um, oh, why I am I blanking on his name? Uh, it's the one who's in Man in the High Castle. Uh, oh. Rufus Sewell is the lead. That's oh, cool. Okay. Uh, di- directed by uh, Proyas. Mm-hmm. Alex, uh, Alex Proyas, who did iRobot and okay. a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he basically wakes up in a bathtub, no memory. He knocks over a fishbowl, immediately puts the fish in the bathtub. So you think like, oh, this is like a decent guy. His yeah. first impulse is to help something. Mm-hmm. Walks out of the bathroom. 
dead prostitute. <gasps> no idea what's going on. Sort of goes on the run and is trying to like figure out his identity, trying to figure out why he's being maybe framed for murder. Is well, it like in a different place? It's, it's a, it's a very film noir movie? setting. Okay, very film noir. And it's called mm-hmm. Dark City because it always seems to be night. It never, okay. the sun never seems to rise. There's just weird stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Richard O'Brien is in the movie. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Connelly is in the movie. Love her. Uh, William Hurt. William, William Hurt. Am I, Hurt. Is it William Hurt? I think so. I think he's and, in Dark uh, City. And Kiefer Sutherland. Mm. And you said this is your favorite movie of all time. Yes. It's, I Why? mean, it's kind of tied with Incredibles. It's one of those Ooh. movies that the first time I saw it, which I think I actually again saw it for TV, um, <laughs> it just really, so the way it's, and I was like in college, I think when I watched it, it just like really struck me in a really visceral way. And it's one of the movies I watch that there isn't anything I would change about it, really. Wow. It's just in terms of the cool. writing and the story elements and the characters, it all just pulls together really well for me. And yeah. it is like a like kind of trippy sci-fi movie, yes. too, but it has such a strong heart to it. And, you know, at the end of the day, we all just want to find the way to Shell Beach. Ooh, I wish I knew that reference, but I've only seen like half of Dark City, so I have to okay, watch the so whole thing. What you're saying is I need to bring over Dark City at yes, some point. Yes, I, yes. I have it on Blu-ray. Oh, so. awesome. We'll do a double feature. You can bring over Dark City, and then we can pop in a 3D movie afterwards. Or oh, Roadhouse. Nice. Incredibles 2. Have you seen, you've seen I, Incredibles 2? Yeah, Incredibles 2 I've seen. I still yeah. think I prefer the first one okay. more. But I think I think the first one might be a better movie, but I think I, I prefer Incredibles 2. Well, the one, my one, I've only seen Incredibles 2 once, and okay. I saw I saw it with my little nephew and mm-hmm. the whole heroes getting possessed thing freaked him out. So I spent a lot of the movie with a crying child in my lap, no. which I think kind of, yeah. well, it was funny because he was just like, he was so upset. He's like, I never want to watch this movie again. No. And then the next day, I think he asked his parents if he could go see Aww. it again. So, That's being great. a child. But yeah, it's just like. That whole, kid's going to grow up to become a filmmaker. I love that. That's yeah, great. Yeah, it's just like there's thing about like a crying child. Aww. They just like, I don't. This movie is upsetting me now. Yeah. Like you made my you made my dear dear nephew that, cry. That same thing happened today at the screening for Frozen. Something oh. happened in the movie, and then uh, we were up in the balcony. We we're up in the top level. This was at the El Capitan Theater, and in the bottom there was a kid that was like very much crying. And I leaned over to Abby, and I was like, "Do you think the kid's crying because of what happened in the movie?" And she was like, "Yeah, probably." And I was like, "Cool, cool, cool, cool." Actually, Sorry, kid. I, I always <laughs> cry at the first Frozen because I'm an yeah. older sister, and mm. I too also like maimed almost maimed my little sister. We were playing. What? Really? I was just like pushing her in a shopping cart in the grocery store, and she was like, "Faster, faster!" And I tried to go faster, and then like the cart tipped over, <gasps> and it was like those like you know back when shopping oh, carts yeah. used to be just like metal yeah and she was like maybe like not even two years old oh, yet no. and i thought i'd like killed her and i was just so, i was crying more than she oh, was she no. was fine yeah she, she was fine. gets up but like, so it's, it's like okay. i i have a i weirdly relate to frozen because yeah. i too am the older sister who you almost re- you relate to elsa yeah. you are gonna cry at frozen too dude oh like you are gonna be a mess that ma spoilers for frozen i guess that moment when anna just like totally freezes like Mm-hmm. turns die. Mm-hmm. like i just oh, yeah. i burst into tears every mm-hmm. time it's so great I'm very like i love it's my great. sister man i get yeah. emotional about sisters i love that and you rarely see good sister media you yeah know what i mean good good and and uh dirty dancing was good too yeah it had a good it had a you know, good sister moment yeah. moment maybe two but, but at least they made it was, her sister very dumb yeah. Her, sister, her sister was very good at being dumb. Yeah. You know what? Oh, to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, yes. But also her sister just like really liked a guy, which is the yeah. same True. as yeah. Baby. She just and, had a... And mm-hmm. again, did, Robbie was putting on a front. Back she, to Dirty Dancing for a second. Did they do that on purpose where she said, I think tonight's going to be the night. Did Jennifer Grey, Baby, did she go and set up the rich kid, Robbie, with the older woman? No, no, or no, no. That, that, was just, ha- that was just because... Happenstance. That was because Johnny wow. turned down... Vivian. So Vivian mm-hmm. went looking for something yeah. else. Yeah. And we all know Robbie. He'll just up for anything. Have sex with anybody. That piece of shit. Fucking piece of shit. If He's the, the movie had gone on longer, he probably would have hooked up with Baby's dad, let's be honest. <laughs> probably. <laughs> what am I doing here? I was hoping he was going to die the whole mm. time. He never did. <laughs> I, and no one no one died. No in one this dies. Movie, in this so. I'm, the kind of, I'm the kind of man that admits when he's wrong. Yeah. 
Yeah, Keller, you really wanted Robbie to die. I wanted Robbie to die, and wanted, I wanted that man to say something about was, Law and Order. What, what was the woman's name again who Robbie had sex with? Vivian. Vivian. You wanted Vivian to die. No, I didn't want Vivian to die. You're like, why isn't she dead? When she got up at the end and walked out, when everybody was dancing, you're like, she should die. <laughs> I did say. I did say. Why, <laughs> why isn't she dead? I, also, I was like, not that kind of movie. I also I I have a strong moral we'd, code. We'd seen like the Schumachers get arrested because they were like. That yeah. was such a funny throwaway line. Yes, it's like, but, they're, they're like, wanted in like five stars. Yeah, but it, it also works thematically because yeah, the whole point of the movie was like, don't judge a book by its cover. And the rich people got bamboozled by the nice elderly couple that they even helped when they dropped their shit. And she was saying, oh, it's all junk. It's just junk. It's just junk. And then they, they walked out. And I'm like, they probably could have. The whole time it wasn't It, it was their stuff. Like they got robbed by that nice elderly couple. Uh, when And honestly, I want that movie now. Yeah, that'd be really funny. <laughs> Dirty Dancing, the Schumachers. Yeah, the Schumachers. And they go around and they do dance competitions and steal things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just pretend to be even more older than they kind of are. Yeah, they yeah. take off all the makeup and they're then they're, like, they're all like, you know, 22. <sighs> yep. That'd be really great. This that'd is perfect. Really uh, that's, Jody, ac- that's actually the first Selena Kyle appearance. <laughs> she was disguised as an old lady. Catwoman. That's very true. What? That's very mm-hmm. true. Yeah, that's comic book history for you. Yeah, and they kind of have. I I read a recent Tom King thing where they kind of like re they kind of touched on that again well, recently. Of course, Tom did. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's he did thing. do that. Yeah. But um, it's the same thing with uh, uh, in Captain America, the um, Winter Soldier. The not the Winter Soldier, but in Captain or, America, oh. the first Avenger. When he goes as Endgame skinny Steve Rogers. Oh, yeah. No, when he's oh. skinny Steve Rogers and he goes to the place where they're going to turn him into buff Steve Rogers and there's an old woman and she's like, she's like, lovely weather we're having. That was a reference because in the original Captain America comic, it was an older woman who answered the door and then as soon as they closed the door, she took her mask off and she was like a young like a spy agent, like in disguise for some reason. I thought you were thinking of Winter Soldier when uh, Natasha is disguised. As oh, that was great the too. Old lady. Yeah. All right. You got me. Okay, or or sure, Chris Evans in the old man makeup and CG at the end of Endgame, sure. No, yeah. I don't think I will. No, I don't think I will. That, that, was, that was a better impression. Yeah, no, mine. yours is good too. Yours no, is good too. I don't think I, I will. <laughs> yours is the worst, Keller. That's a terrible... Okay. That's George <laughs> W. Bush yeah, saying it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. You did De Niro. Just I know, I just did De Niro face. trying to go through I'm trying to do... All your to... impressions are face impressions? This is a little like bushy. This is, this no, is bushy. you're still De Niro. <laughs> this <laughs> is Will Ferrell doing Bush. Strategy. There you go. That is. It's the all squinty. on the lips. It's all on the lips. Now put. Now do De Niro. You guys can't see this, but trust me, <laughs> it's mediocre. Pretty good. It's mediocre. Mediocre. All right. The, 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 the face impression is even better than the voice impression. Exactly. Thank you. Thank exactly. you. Thank you. You gotta I watch know. something. I, to I know. I gotta get, get you, you look like Robert De Niro doing an impression of you. <laughs> exactly. That's hey, pretty David, good. Let me tell you about some comic books. Hector <laughs> uh, Navarro. I'll tell you about comic books. No, no, fuck Trump. Uh, no. I gotta, I gotta watch more. I gotta watch Irishman or something. That's what I gotta do. <sighs> I gotta three hours of that. that comes out next week on Netflix. Uh-huh. Speaking yeah. of Netflix, go watch Claws. Really oh, yeah. great. We started Santa it. movie. It's about mail. You did? Yeah, it is. It is. But it's also about the spirit of the holiday and Santa, and uh-huh. it's the best Santa uh-huh. movie I've ever seen. I mean, I, uh, I guess it's early enough to start watching holiday. Yeah. Movies. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, sorry about your. You said it was your nephew that was scared by Incredibles too. Oh yeah, he's fine. And then okay, I, cool. after that, took him to see um, Into the Spider Verse, which I was worried would scare him mm. because there's some like scary stuff in yes. there. Yes. Well, nope. like the no, straight he, up yeah. gunshots. Yeah. No, he yeah. was fine. With yeah. Him there. <laughs> and then every time like the Green Goblin or the Prowlers on screen, they're like, <laughs> it's like it's, yeah. 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 He, was, he was also like six months old when Spider Man <laughs> dies in the first yeah, ten minutes. I know. Oh, guys, another so spoiler. Good. Sorry. Uh, so outside of your favorite movie of all time, Dark City, mm-hmm. this really cool and interesting noir sci-fi movie, uh, is there anything else recently that you've seen that you think is really great that you could recommend uh, to folks? I mean, the last movie I saw in theaters, which was amazing, was Parasite. So. Oh, yeah. Shit. So oh, I really want to see it again, actually. Me too. Because mm. it's one of those, it's definitely going to be one of those ones that like, you're peeling back the onion layers every time you watch really? it. So that's also another crazy movie about class mm-hmm. and capitalism. And ever? capitalism. Interesting. Yeah. Is there a cat over there? No. Okay. Sometimes. Just a ghost. <laughs> Just a ghost. A, a, a ghost of a cat. Uh, a okay. I want to see. I, I, the last one I saw in theaters, I think, was outside of Frozen Two. I saw Terminator: Dark Fate. And I really dug it. Ooh, I, yeah, I actually it. really want to see that. Yeah, we saw I, Ford Ferrari last night. How was it? That was a good time. I've, yeah, I'm, I'm hearing it's quite good. Yeah, oh, my you, dad's if gonna you like love it. Racing, yes, or good car footage. It's the best. Racing like movie? racing footage you'll yeah, might never see. I, 
I'm not super interested in racing, but mm. I find I tend to generally like sports movies. Like Christian Bale yeah. and Matt Damon both are fucking they're, they're, great. Yeah. They're pretty, they're great. pretty yeah, decent yeah, yeah. actors, the two of those. <laughs> pretty yeah, good actors. What's your favorite uh, favorite sports movie ever? Uh, League of League of Their Own. Ooh. Oh, so good. So good. were you watching it? Chelsea. Because she'd other. never seen it, right? No. Chelsea never seen it? She loved it. So good. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. Fuck, What's your favorite sports movie? I'm try- it's you in, just watched it, all the ducks. Yeah. <laughs> the Mighty Ducks? No, thanks. Uh, and now I'm watching that cartoon show, and it makes no sense. What are you talking about? The one where the Mighty yeah, Ducks... You know what I'm talking based about. Based on the hockey team uh-huh. are a team of superheroes? It's stupid. The superhero robots? The anthropomorphic ducks. Yeah. Living yeah. in the real human world. Yep. It's, it's weird. not even in like Scrooge McDuck world. Sort of something, Man, I'm sure at some point. I'm sure at some point. Um, but they put on a hockey think, mask that looks God, like duck my bills. Fa- <laughs> my favorite sports movie might be a tie between The Sandlot, if you count it, and Rudy, but I have not seen Rudy in years. I need to I don't rewatch think I've Rudy. I've actually seen either of those. Whoa! Rudy yeah. is very, very melodramatic. Yes, uh, but it makes me. I cry used to at fucking love Remember the Titans. Remember the Titans was good. Well, now it's on Disney Plus, and now yeah. you can rewatch it. The one that I saw like a couple years ago, I was surprised mm-hmm. at how weird it was. Was The Natural? Oh yeah, that movie. Yeah. It's like it's like oh, it's a baseball movie, and it it's like not. starts off with an assassination attempt. It's like what? <laughs> what is going on? Why yeah. did, he just got shot on a train by some chick? Like yeah. what? I don't think it's I ever made it that far movie. into it. Yeah. I think that's why it's like the bored. first ten minutes. Yeah. Oh, I think it starts like with it's, it's like spiritual. The movies. movie's like spiritual so later. Weird. Yeah, yeah. I need to rewatch that. But my dad loved that. I love Moneyball. Moneyball is good. Uh, I loved when I was a kid The Scout, which is a movie with. Uh, Albert Brooks, who goes down to Mexico to find what? a baseball player, and the Mexican he finds is Brendan Fraser. I don't know if Brendan's playing Mexican, but he's just a baseball player down there, and then brings him up to the United States, and he's awesome. And that was like a good that movie sport. sounds. Yeah. Other yeah. than the very questionable yeah. thing you brought up, yeah, 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 sounds yeah. awesome. It's really great. It's Albert Brooks and his and Brendan Brookiest. Fraser. Brendan, Brendan Fraser is just the he's, best. He is he honestly is. very, so very, is, very good. Albert Blast Brooks. from the past, un- yeah. underrated. Yeah, Encino Man. Yeah. Encino Man, classic. But George of the Jungle also good. But I need to rewatch it. That's on and Disney. Plus. Everybody, listen. Is it really? Yeah, I might watch it. And of course, Every- the Mummy. Everybody loves the Mummy. Ah, it didn't hold up. All the cast, the cast that's in it, Brendan Fraser. Rachel Weiss is They're amazing. All amazing in the, it. The guy who plays Rachel Weiss's brother, the British guy. Oh yeah, he's great. And the dude who plays the um, mummy. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> he's really good. Arnold Voslow is his name. He's mm-hmm. excellent. The one that does this. Yeah, but the, the guy. One that does but the, the Middle Eastern guy who is their guide who goes. They he had a very good time. He's fantastic. But oh, he dies. Yeah. I just the mummy is kind of like. The Phantom Menace for me, like it doesn't, I can't. It was the child joy. Yeah. And I watched it a few years ago and I was like, I don't like these I anymore. Ha- I haven't seen it in a while. Beatles yeah. in the skin, still scary. Leave it in the past. Okay. Leave it in the past. Or defend it, watch it, love it. It's Is fine. that a line Either from way. the movie? No, I'm saying leave it, it should in the past. Yeah, right? <laughs> we should have left it in the past, Benny. Let the oh. past die. Let the past Kill die. it if you have to. Ooh, ooh. Uh, Jody, you are always working on a bunch of awesome stuff that you normally cannot talk about. What can you talk about right now? What can you point people to? Any of your projects that you can? Uh, of course, all of your, all of the collected paperbacks of all of your awesome work that you've done. But is there something right now that uh, that you can point people to? Uh, there's multiple things that are yes. coming out right now. I can talk about. Go. There is uh, Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy, uh, which yeah. is uh, th- currently three issues out of six. Awesome. There is Web of Black Widow, which is three issues out of five. Awesome. Uh, there is Doctor Who: The Thirteenth Doctor, and our first of two holiday special issues just came out awesome uh starting in december i'll be taking over supergirl with issue 37 congratulations that's Uh, so great thank you and then also coming out next month is venom 2099 which is a one-shot special holy fuck and uh things that have come out super recently uh wolverine uh the sort of uh Oh shoot! What was that? What was that event called? Oh, uh, the uh, House of e- X. No, the evil uh, something of evil. It was a Wolverine annual. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, where he dealt with Morgan Le Fay. Oh, very cool. And then uh, Star Wars Tie Fighter just oh. came out in trade paperback like a couple weeks ago. So awesome. that one is newly out. Awesome. 
Uh, Jody was mostly, imp- I think, I don't want to say impressed. I can't speak for you, but Jody was, uh, uh, she approved of my comic collection, but did point out a bunch of stuff that I, I am missing <laughs> that I have to get. And I was Which like, is, fair, 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 fair. I, I do. I just know you were really excited when I started writing Spider-Man. Yes, of because course. Because that's like your favorite. I know. So. And specifically Peter and MJ to get, you know, you know, yeah, I know. So. so I need to get that. Yeah, and I, and I, I have a, 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 I have like a handful of Jody's paperbacks uh, works that I love, but I do need to get a bunch more stuff, including like, I still haven't gotten Thrawn paperback. Like I need to get that stuff. So, and that's from a while back, but, um, buy man, my books, Hector. Buy my I know, books. I know. All right. I'm going to have to do Guys, like a Jody. Buy Houser. Jody's books. Buy Jody's books. Um, but uh, especially if you're, you're Hector. Yes. Especially, especially if you're yeah. Hector. Guys, Somebody listening hey, right now. Hey, all of you Hector. fucking tweet at Hector. <laughs> Tell him to fucking buy Jody's books. Yes. And me the li- I'll make and sure. And don't mention Jody in the t- tweet yeah. mention. She doesn't need that don't shit in that. her Twitter feed. Don't do that. Okay. Just, just yell at Hector. Just make sure you send me okay. like a checklist to be like, hey, just in case, you know, I'll do my own research as well, but I want to make sure nothing falls through the cracks. Oh gosh. I had, uh, this, mm, there's a reason I haven't updated my website in like four mm-hmm. years. Because I don't even. because Hector hasn't bought any of your goddamn books. That also, but it's like, I don't even know how all the books I've written. You're so prolific. Too many. It's, it's so much stuff. So it's uh, like, wait, I wrote a James Bond? Like, what? Yeah. And also, what is the status on Star Trek Year 5? Uh, Star the, Trek Year 5? Has the first uh, trade come out yet? I don't think it's... Com- I, okay. I have to check. I don't okay. think I've gotten my comps yet, which means it probably okay. isn't out yet, but Got it should it. be coming out soon. Got uh, it. I wrote issues 5 and 6, which <sighs> should be the last two issues in of, that trade. Yes. Uh, and it's going. that's actually going to be a two-year series, so there should be oh, four... Great. Trades, trades all together at oh, the end awesome and that's such a great team of of writers that have put putting all that stuff together i'm so excited yeah, about my, that uh my friends jackson lansing and colin kelly are awesome. uh, show running it essentially yeah yeah and they're doing a i mean this is like the project they were born oh, and then it. teamed up together to oh, write yeah. so oh, yeah. they I, they star trek is in very good hands yeah with them. when i when that first issue came out i like a dork read it out loud and recorded it and then uh i think i i tagged him in it and jackson was like hector i'm blown away man this is great because i was doing all the i was voices. like standing yeah. off to the side yeah. like making faces and flipping <laughs> i remember them off that i haven't listened to it but i remember so i remember dorky. the reaction to that. well before we wrap don't up, listen to that before Guys, we buy are jody's books. yeah buy jody's <laughs> books. uh since since I, we kind of got you in the hot seat i'm really really dying to know i have a couple of like rapid fire questions for you okay favorite superhero yeah. Marvel, give me male, give me female. Favorite superhero at Marvel? Ooh, uh, prop man. You know what? It's I know he's everywhere, but I love Wolverine. Oh, I love writing he's Wolverine. The best. He's I, the best. I especially love writing Wolverine and Spider Man as the weird oh, odd couple team up. I book. love that too. And then uh, my favorite female Marvel superhero is Wolverine's alternate universe daughter from MC Two, Wild Thing. Who, oh wow! Deep in, cut. I I just I don't know why I love that character so much, but that is what happens when you have a sort of '90s legacy style. Marvel Universe where Wolverine and Electra get married and move to New Jersey and have a daughter who goes to high school and has like sort of Buffy-esque adventures and sometimes skips school to run away to Canada to fight the Hulk. And this is, her character's name is Wild Thing? Yeah, her name is Rena Logan. But Wild Thing, she has psychic claws, which makes no sense. And they do whatever the plot requires them to do. But she was trained to use them by her godmother, Psylocke. And if, if if you're listening or Keller, if you don't know what this is, MC2 is the designation. Anything. It's this universe that happened in the 90s where they said, what if Peter Parker today, right now, was in his like 40s and him and Mary Jane had a daughter and the adventures were Spider-Girl and it was about a, the daughter named May after Aunt May. May Mayday pa- Parker. Mayday because she was always a klutz and had Parker luck and then eventually she gets powers like or did she have them when she, since she was a no little, they started when she was older because that was, she was a, a teenager was like yeah. puberty I, or something though mm-hmm, she gets mm-hmm. them yeah genetically. so i wrote a follow-up to the spider-man renew yeah. your vows series I yeah. did, uh, that tied into spider geddon called oh. spider girl so i got to team up annie parker from the renew your vows book with, with may with mayday, mayday. Oh. and there's like a whole because i can't having worked out the timeline stuff mm-hmm. in the renew your vows universe they still lost that kid so yeah they had yeah. and i remember talking with you about this yeah. when i was doing the deep dive and so there is a whole conversation between wow. mary jane and her daughter that, that they're had. that they're no with the, mary lost. jane and uh her telling uh her daughter annie mm-hmm. that there she had another child before her oh. that they lost and she had never so, told her daughter that correct before. me if i'm wrong just again some backstory on the 90s this is real fucked up but i love this the storyline that happened where it was called the Clone Saga, 
Spider-Man Peter Parker apparently meets his clone. This guy shows up and he's like, hey, I've been alive for five years. And five years ago when you fought a clone and you thought he died, that's me. I'm alive still. And Peter Parker was like, oh, shit. And then they did some tests. And the clone who called himself Ben, named after Ben, Uncle Ben, he called himself Ben Riley. They determined that the clone was actually the real Peter and had been living a separate life for five years. So the, the Peter that we knew was like, I've been, I'm the clone? I'm the artificial Spider-Man for five years since about like the 70s, right? That's crazy. So Peter Parker and Mary Jane retired and moved to Oregon to be a teacher. And meanwhile, the clone Peter, which is Ben, he stayed in New York. He's like, well, then I'll be Spider-Man. And so he had his adventures. But when they're in, in Portland, something Mary, Mary Jane got pregnant like like was showing like they were a couple months into the pregnancy so then something happens there's complications in the pregnancy there's way many more clones there's a bunch of different clones peter and and mj i think are back in new york but then like mary jane gets um uh, helped by a nurse who we didn't know but at the time was hired by norman osborne the green goblin the nurse specifically gives mary jane something and then she like loses the baby so the green goblin murdered potentially and some people it's kind of unclear as to like did she give birth prematurely and then they stole the baby away? Yeah, Did she have a miscarriage? Super, super clear. It's never super, super clear. It's comic books. It's for kids. It's not, it, it wasn't like explicit. It wasn't very real or mature, but she loses the baby and her, her and Peter move on. So this whole alternate universe of what if they had a daughter and she had superpowers is that little baby that they, they never... So, so yeah. it's kind so of messed up. But then, it's got to see Dirty Dancing. Yeah. <laughs> and then Annie is the baby that they would have had if yeah. Peter hadn't made the deal. Yeah. And so oh. there's like... Yeah. That's so, great stuff. So you yeah. like from that universe, the Wolverine daughter, Wild Thing. Yes, even though Mayday is the one I've actually written. Well, and you haven't written Wild Thing yet? No, I really want to someday. I mean, the, she's like, there's no good reason Marvel should let me write her. She's just do an MC2 thing. You got to do another MC2. Maybe it'll happen. Maybe it'll I will, happen. I will okay. keep, every time from, I tell an editor that, they just yeah. kind of look at me like, huh? Okay. From the DC side, favorite superhero, male and female? Uh, I mean, probably Catwoman and Batman. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. I mean, I could be really self-indulgent and say Mother Panic. I know. But And I love Mother Panic, but Mother Panic is also a lot of her inspiration was both elements for Catwoman and Batman. Batman. Yeah. Yeah. They're just the best. They're the best. Kellard, who's your favorite superhero? Thor? Korg? I don't know. I don't have a favorite superhero. Mm. Really? No. Yeah. Texas Twister? It's Texas Twister. <laughs> I think that's a... That guy sucks. <laughs> I think that's a plate of french fries you can get at the state fair. <laughs> well, Jody, thanks for answering my dumb questions and for telling everybody what kinds of comics that they can go and get right now. And, and as sad, always... Sadly, not the Dirty Dancing adaptation. Not yet. Not yet. Coming okay. soon. Hey, but listen, if there's an upcoming issue of any of those amazing titles you just mentioned and somebody does the lift, I'm going to be like, yeah, they did it. She worked away for like them the, to do the lift. It's the alternate version of the fastball special. It's like, yeah, it's the, like huh, instead of uh, instead of actually throwing you, we just like lift you up and you can reach a thing now yeah, that you can exactly. reach. It's the gentle version. The gentle just put, fastball just special. Just put super the girl fastball lift. Yeah. and dirty dancing. Super, yeah, exactly. Have the have that whole yeah. Have Supergirl do the whole routine well, in yeah. the Supergirl's sky. been infected by something, but it's not the power of dance. Oh, damn, not the groove. <laughs> The sways, the sway she moves. Um, I like the sway she moves. Jody, where can people follow you on the internet so they can keep up with your stuff and then like pre-order your comics and anything else you're announcing, any other work? Uh, best place to find me is on Twitter. I'm at Jody underscore Hauser, J-O-D-Y-H-O-U-S-E-R. And I'm also on Instagram at Mind Eclipse. Mind Eclipse, Color. What movie are we watching next week and who's our guest going to be? Next week we're watching RoboCop <laughs> with Adam Hlavik. Adam Hlavik. And right now I'm about to tell you where you can watch RoboCop, where it's streaming. That's what I'm doing, looking this up on my phone. Find your VHS copy. Dust Ooh, it off. Good news. It what? is on HBO Go and HBO Now. That's mm, just that's, on there. That's okay A lot of people news. have that. It's okay news. Or little cop. Find a password. Otherwise, it's rentable (laughs) for three bucks. A different, but yeah, Mm -hmm. ask your parents for their HBO login. Yeah, Robocop's not on Disney Plus. Sorry, guys. Didn't make the cut. Mm -hmm. Is it a Fox Mm -hmm. movie? Probably Mm -hmm. not. I don't even know. Um, So, guys, go watch Robocop. We'll be back next week with Adam Lavick. Huge thanks again to Jody Hauser for coming and having the time of our lives. I hope you did. (laughs) I hope I I saw what you did there. I hope you had one. (laughs) Yeah. A uh, I might go get I the swear. I swear. <laughs> uh, I, believe, I believe they're on Spotify, although cool. it might not be the full soundtracks, okay. actually. So. Well, I owe it all to all no, you. Don't do it. Don't do it. Man, Dirty Dancing's so good. Okay. It's so good. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Thanks again, Jody. And Thank you so uh, much. go watch Robocop. We'll see you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.